This is Don't Panic, episode number 377, recorded December 18th, 2023. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Don't Panic, the technology podcast on gadgets, the internet, and you. I'm Sean Jennings, joined by a man who, like me, is just trying to survive the end of the year. It's Colby <laughs> Rabideau. Hello, Colby. Hi, Sean. We're so close, but so, so far. It's just, you know, when you, yeah, you ever try, you know, every year I run the the gas out of my lawnmower, so there's none in there, and it just, it's running for a while, and then it, ja you're like it's almost done and it just stops dead that's i think how this year is ending yep someone pack us up and put us away for the winter (laughs) yes mothball us please (laughs) break us out in the spring we're gonna hibernate yep i cannot wait did you um did you have exciting weather today yeah, you know, it was pretty wild here. I think you actually got it worse than I did. There were a lot more power outages out there. Yeah, we... So we didn't lose power, luckily. And, like, we don't... Usually here, we don't lose power because of wind. And when I say here, I just mean, like, my neighborhood. I Presumably mm-hmm. because, like, all the power is, like, underground. There aren't, there aren't like, telephone poles. Um, but like all of the town, like all of the slightly less dense places around us lost power. Uh, and we like, we woke up this morning and like all morning, the top of the dumpster in back of the building was like blowing open and closed, which was, which was super fun. Like car alarms everywhere were going off. Um, And then we like the storm let up for a little while, like a little after lunchtime. And we went for a walk through the park and there are like huge tree branches down and like broken fences and like trees fell into the river. (laughs) The river is like, like a full, like two feet higher than it normally is. (laughs) It's really crazy. The ducks and the geese seem to be having a field day though. They were, they were just like loving life. Wind and water, it's all they do. <laughs> right. It's like a like a whatever the version of like a beautiful summer day is for for a for a duck. Just a hurricane. Uh <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was crazy, especially last night. The the wind gusts. I know they set some records, it was crazy. Three and a half, four inches in some places of rain. Yeah. Um, it was wild, especially because it's like the second half of December and it was like warm. It was like 60 yeah. degrees out and raining. So it's a, it, was it a hurricane? Like, was it, or, you know, the remnants of a hurricane or something? Well, of course I follow local weather enthusiasts, Dave Haynes, the weather nut, sure. uh, who, who gets me all the data. And he was tweeting out a bunch of, uh, radar images and and uh yeah there was some cyclonic action to it 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 while not technically one the the structure of the storm did reflect sort of a cyclone-esque tropical storm adjacent uh type of structure wow i i just, really just had no, no idea that it was happening like i just woke up this morning and it was crazy i i am not a weather day-to-day weather tracking guy 
I, I really don't because it's like whatever I'm going to work either way unless it's like you know the apocalypse so right. I, I don't I don't pay much attention yeah me either me either usually you hear about it secondhand though it's like oh there's a big storm coming I just didn't didn't hear about it mm. snuck up on you well I was surprised I saw on social media a few people out skiing which I said where are they get in the snow I mean I know they're making it um, at some mountains around here but I said, it's got to be crap, <laughs> especially after uh, today. <laughs> right. Slush, mud, mud skis. Just sticking still. Not bad, bad time for that. Uh, Colby, I have a specific question for you. I'm ready. I would not describe you as a social media enthusiast. Sure. However... When you do post something, it immediately flies to the top. You know, it's like that quantity thing where the algorithm, if you post too much, you don't see it. But if you almost never post, oh boy, it is in your face. And Colby, I saw you cooked some sort of large bird the other night. I wanted to get the story behind it. It was so exciting. You wanted to tell the world, well, I'm giving you a platform here. Uh, Last week, Laura was at the grocery store and there were like the on sale in the sale section of the freezer aisle was like, you know, the top tier, like fanciest organic Turkey a person can buy for like 75% off. You know, it was like a dollar 50 a pound when it was usually five fifty a pound or something. So she bought, she bought this Turkey. Uh, and so Yesterday, we made Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> Very nice. Did the did the turkey fit okay in the oven? Uh, yeah, perfectly. Perfectly. There was no room to spare, really. But but it did it did fit. Um, it cooked up pretty well. We did the the Kenji cooking a whole turkey method where you salt it overnight. I think there's like baking soda or something you put on the skin and it makes the skin extra crispy. And then you cook it on top of like a, a baking steel. Like we have a big piece of metal that we usually use for like pizza. Uh, and that like you preheat the baking steel really hot and then you turn the oven down to 300 degrees. Mm. And so the baking steel retains a lot of heat so it's hot from the bottom and that helps the like the 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 dark meat of the turkey cook faster because the dark meat has to be hotter than than the white meat and then yeah i guess that's the that's the whole story and then you just cook the turkey, but theoretically it finishes at a more appropriate time um yeah it turned out great all day. I've been talking to people and you know, it's Monday and the weekend just happened. And my, my brain has been like every conversation I've had, my brain has been just about to ask like, so how was your Thanksgiving? <laughs> oh, I love that. Real. You're really confused some folks. Yes. Yes. Um, but does this mean you're going to be able to make a Colby signature Thanksgiving sandwich with leftovers. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't do it today because 
there was no bread. Uh, but Laura made a loaf of bread today. So tomorrow, Thanksgiving sandwich. Here Let's go. go. Maybe what goes on? What goes on a Colby signature Thanksgiving sandwich? Definitely turkey. Yeah. Also stuffing. Yeah. And cranberry sauce. That is like mostly the requirements. And you got to have gravy. Like and it's gravy. not, you know, it's fine. Like if you don't have gravy, you can do like mayo or something and it's fine. But like, it's really good when there's gravy and we have extra gravy. So have a little dunking cup or something. Oh, the La Jus styled. Get in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You want to have like the right amount of gravy in every bite, which is like a lot. Man, you are living the dream. That's incredible. I got to tell you, I um, for Christmas, Santa uh, brought me a gift. Uh, my old uh, Cuisinart uh, convection toaster oven, which I've had for many years, wire cutter pick, um, was uh, a bit on its last legs. It had seen better days. It was pretty beat up. And so I received a Ninja Turbo Oven XL from Santa. The thing I'll I'll just I'll just post the link. It's the camera isn't wide enough for it. It's massive. It's tall. Uh You can like double cook things and it's massive. But I I plugged it in and I've been using the convection feature on the Cuisinart to like air fry things for years. And it kind of it did a fine job. It wasn't great. This thing, I am not joking. It sounds like an aircraft engine when you turn it on you turn on and it's like it's 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 like it's gonna take off this thing is so you can't talk over it it's so loud but damn if it doesn't air fry like a freaking champ nice i've never had better french fries in my life than out of the turbo oven xl so i'll have to report back and and let you know how it goes but i just couldn't believe how the 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 fan on this thing is massive um Looks no, big on my it, counter. Is it just an air fryer or does it do? Is it like a toaster? Oven oh, thing. Uh, I'm <laughs> what sure does it uh, you're going to be. Well, I was literally about to pull like a, the, a, a line on it. It's a 10 in one. If you can believe it, it roasts it air roasts. Not sure the difference. Air fries, bakes, dehydrates, broils, toasts, pizzas, reheats Pizza. and bagels. Wow. Um, yeah, it's, it's pretty, uh, I'll, I'll throw a link here in the, uh, the Riverside chat, but it's, uh, it's, it's a lot and I like it. It's good, but this is like, I have a family of eight and I need to cook them like a whole dinner. Wow. It is tall. It's, it's, it's big. It's probably less wide than the Cuisinart, but it's like, you know, their picture has like a whole chicken and a tray of vegetables all cooking simultaneously. Mm. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Have you tried have you tried the toast function yet? I have not. Mm. I have not. I don't toast a lot of things to be honest. One of the uh one of our gripes with the we have a Breville. Mm-hmm. Um and it do, it does many of these things, uh, like the air frying and the toasting and the bageling and whatnot. But like, 
it's a great it's a really great like multi-purpose cooker like we bake stuff in there all the time it's awesome but it's kind of bad at toasting like it toasts so freaking slowly um that i think it's really annoying so i don't i hope you i hope this one toasts better than that well maybe it doesn't matter for you <laughs> you're not a big toast no I, I i really don't toast that much but i will say my old cuisinart uh toasted fine but totally unevenly and inconsistently where I would be like spots that are perfectly toasted and spots were just totally missed. So even if it's just consistently good or bad, I'll take it. Right. Um, my, my old Breville was better, but I think this is funny is how just, it works that way. Yeah. I guess maybe it's cause it's so big. Like, like the toast is far away from the cooking thing. So <laughs> it takes a while. Well, that's, I, is it the wire cutter? Somebody, when they test these, they actually fill the entire rack with toast to see where if there are hot and cold spots. Maybe you need to just run it once and find the right spots mm. so then you can put the toast in it correctly to see, you know, is it on the edges? It is in the middle. That's a good idea. I've considered, I've, I've considered, um, that I should just move the rack like really close to the, the element and then just like flip the, to <laughs> flip the toast manually, which kind of defeats the purpose of having a toaster. But uh -huh. yeah, that's I when I, cause I bought a new oven like a year ago. It has an air fry feature in it and it does a good job, but only if you flip the stuff over halfway through and I am so lazy that I went and bought the, the Turbo Oven XL so I wouldn't have to flip the stuff over. It cooks it perfectly. No flip needed. Thanks, Amazing. Santa. That's the Turbo. The, the Turbo XL. Does this have oh, smart boy. features? No, actually. There's no internet connection. Nice. Um, there's no... No, it's just got... It's got physical buttons, which I'm actually excited about. Um, I've really... I think 2024, I'm going to really try to downgrade the amount of smart crap in my life. Like that's a, a New Year's resolution, and this is a good start. I don't need everything to be connected to the Internet. Yeah, I I agree with that. My my toaster oven is connected to the Internet. So uh, whenever I'm not home. I know when Laura is using the toaster oven because it sends your phone a notification every time <laughs> it sends your phone a notification when it's preheated and when it finishes. <laughs> it's very silly. Fully useless. Perfect for stocking. Um, <laughs> I'm watching you toast toast. Is it toasted yet? <laughs> uh, when does bread become? <laughs> then you really get scary <laughs> so uh so what else is going on colby anything else um anything of note dan we should mention dananda right um he's in australia now did we get confirmation that dan made it through like customs or do you think he he's been detained he, he might like be in australian in prison right yeah yeah. Ranking of world prisons. <laughs> uh, 
Now, these are countries by incarceration rate. I want prison life <laughs> index. As written by prisoninsider.com. Okay, how do I actually read the oh, comparison tool? Loading. A... Select. Australia. Okay, they have 41,000 prisoners. They're, oh, they have a prison density of 112%. So that's not good. Let me, let me compare it to America here. Uh, wow, they have 111 prisons in Australia. They have 4,455 in America. Wow. There's also no death penalty in Australia, so Dan is is probably going to be okay. <laughs> we can at least visit him. <laughs> That's right. Wow. Hmm. That's so far away. It's like the whole other It sure is. What's the time difference in Australia? I think it's like 12 hours. I think it's close to 12. Do you remember what city he's in? No. Uh, in Brisbane right now, it's 1230 in the afternoon. Wow. Tomorrow. Wow. T tomorrow. Oh, yeah, in Melbourne, it's 1.26 p.m. I remember them him saying that they're going to Tasmania, which is near Melbourne. That's right. That's right. Something about kidnapping a kangaroo. <laughs> right. right. I think. I wasn't listening. Looney Tunes spotting or something. Speaking of a man, we need to get on social media. I can't stalk his trip. It's annoying. Yeah, what's he doing? I, I had minute-to-minute -minute updates of his flights there. but <laughs> Yeah, he but tells us the boring else. stuff. <laughs> no, this, he's going to have to do a photo slideshow on the show when he gets back. I want, I want like, a slide presentation. I agree. I hear they have really big spiders there. Yes, they've got a lot of big, deadly things. And funny talking people. <laughs> <laughs> Terrifying. Very strange. Uh, Colby, I brought a topic for this evening and you have no idea what it is. Thank God, because I didn't, even though it was my turn. It's I'm happy. I thought of this no joke about 10 minutes before we started. Um, I, I cannot take credit for the idea. So this... Uh, a friend of the show, friend of ours, Matt Mariani, over on the Up for Debate podcast, pioneered a groundbreaking episode format titled This or That. <laughs> a concept so simple, a child could do it. Where basically, you propose an either-or question and debate the answers. And I've come up with a list of holiday-themed this or that questions <laughs> yes. for tonight's episode. And we'll see if we agree or disagree. All right. It's so simple, we could do it. <laughs> All right. In no particular order, Colby, uh, a this or that question, wrapping paper or gift bag? Uh, wrapping paper. 
as someone giving a gift or getting a gift or both? I think both, honestly. You like to wrap gifts? Yeah. I don't like to wrap like weird gifts. You know what? My least favorite shape of thing to, to wrap is like, um, I feel like things don't come in this, this format as much as they used to, but when it's like, it's like, uh, like a big piece of cardboard with like some sort of like thing secured in the middle, like covered in plastic or something where it's like clamshell. Yeah. Yeah. It's like largely flat except for a bulbous like part in the middle or at the bottom. I hate wrapping stuff like that, but everything else. Well, shirts are, I mean, you can't wrap a shirt. You just got to put it in yeah, bags of things are tough. Anything that's not like a rectangle is painful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But by and large, I I enjoy wrapping a present. I I would rather give a gift bag because I just have no interest investing the time. But receiving a gift, especially as a child, yeah, wrapping paper is where it's at. And I think wrapping paper is a real Christmas thing because you can wrap for other events. But I feel like Christmas is really where the wrapping gets fun Mm -hmm. because you usually have several presents and you're unwrapping them one after the other. Right. We just went to Target uh, yesterday and got wrapping stuff for this year. And we, we like picked out a bunch of like adult wrapping paper. You know, it was like red with white snowflakes oh. on it. <laughs> you said, I thought you were talking to add like naked women or something on it. It's no, adult no, no, wrapping no, no, paper. Like, I said, oh, no, not like, that kind of adult. Okay. Like, uh, okay. You know, boring, boring wrapping paper. And then oh, we were, we were okay, mature. Yes, yeah. yeah, so we were walking out, and they had wrapping paper with like astronaut Santas and dinosaurs, and we chose chose to change our change our choice. We got the astronaut Santas and dinosaurs instead. It was a good choice. I love it. I did see once you can make a like custom wrapping paper, like you send the company pictures, and they'll mail you. And I said, what a what a waste of money that is. It's just going to get torn off and thrown away. It's not like anyone's ever going to keep it. My goodness, that's fun for three minutes at best. Ugh. Yeah. Did not get that. I always enjoyed the the gifts wrapped in like the comic section of the newspaper. I don't know if that's still. Yeah, thing, <laughs> that was good. All right. Well, how about how about another this or that for you? Uh Christmas Eve or Christmas Day? Uh, uh, I didn't say these be- these would be easy. Sure. You know, growing up, we always like open presents on Christmas Day. So I think I have like a preference for that. We also didn't like like at least the morning on Christmas day was more chill. Like we would visit family in the afternoon and we would often visit family on Christmas Eve, but Christmas morning was just like, you get up whenever and you know, there would be, usually my dad would make like pancakes or something and then you'd open presents. And that was like pretty solid. Yeah, 
I think Christmas Day is my is my verdict. What do you think? I am going to disagree. Uh, I know. I think uh, Christmas Eve is where it's at. I always love the same with New Year's Eve, or I guess those are the only Eve holidays. But Fourth mm. uh, of July Eve, I, I, <laughs> I it's it's the like. I always feel like that's the more laid back anticipatory day. Christmas day is where you do all the work that that's like, you know, it's, it's the lead up in Christmas Eve that I think is exciting. Um, and it's also a rare evening holiday, theoretically where it's focused on the night, which you don't, I guess Halloween, but I don't know. There's just something about it. Christmas day is like almost like a, almost like a letdown after the excitement of Christmas Eve. So that's, <laughs> that's, that's just, you know, that's all I got no beef against Christmas day, but given the choice, I think Christmas Eve is kind of, there's just something special about it. I think that's fair. I like that. I never considered that there aren't any other, uh, other night holidays. I think you're right. <laughs> yeah. There really aren't a lot. Yeah. Yeah. New year's Eve, I guess is kind of, the big one but that's that's necessitated by the fact that midnight happens at midnight right exactly it's just a an accident of clocks we could have started at a different time it'd be at a different time damn damn missed the boat on that one uh all right how about this one um and this can be do you enjoy seeing it enjoy doing it however you interpret it indoor decorations or outdoor decorations Um, I have a lot of caveats to, to my answer. <laughs> okay. That's, that's okay. We allow those. <laughs> I like, uh, Christmas lights on things outside. I do not like the blow up lawn things. Uh, I do not like, I don't know. Have you, I don't know if you've ever seen this, Sean, but people have like these like projector things now. They just like there's one down my street. Yeah, yeah. They just like project patterns on their house. I, I don't like that. I like. I enjoy like when people have the little like candles, candle lights that they just put in all of their windows. I think that looks nice. I guess that's not inherently a Christmas thing, um, but it always felt feels to, maybe it is. I don't know, I, but it, it always feels to me like it's like a wintertime thing, at least. Um, but I do like, uh, like I like a good, like outdoor tree with like the big, like the chunky, like retro looking Christmas lights on it. That's, that's the dream. I love the big bulbs. Now, are you a white bulb or colored bulb guy? Oh, super like retro. I want like the, the highest saturation, like. (laughs) <laughs> all the colors like color colors yes orange and uh yellow and blue and green like hell yeah my man i knew we were friends for a reason yeah um <laughs> yeah no i love i love the big c7s the big bulbs yeah. um in the colors the throwback um i agree with you i will say the projectors are terrible uh lights are fun I'm kind of coming around on the blowups and here's why <laughs> I listen. They were, they were terrible and the idea is bad, but 
it's almost come around where it's like the irony of it. And like, I, I love houses. I love the houses that have too many because that's funny. Sure. I like houses that have like one because that's funny and sad. Mm. Like my neighbor has them and he, he has, it's like a polar bear standing on its four legs with like elves sitting on its back with presents or whatever. It's all inflated. But the front legs are like busted. And so it like tips down. Its, its face is like in the ground. But it's like this every year. Like he hasn't replaced it or changed it. And it just always puts a smile. You know, I try not to be a Grinch, but there are certain things where I see, you know, like someone around here, they have a huge minion with a Christmas hat on inflatable. And I'm like, that's just stupid. And that's funny. Like, I just, yeah, it's tacky. And it's but I, I just like that people because I do feel, you know, not to be sentimental or or whatever about it, but I feel like people don't decorate outside as much as they used to, at least not in the areas where I live. I don't know if it's cost or or just a lack of interest or what, but that's why I respect the people. Like, even if it looks stupid, you still put in the work and you still made your house exciting for everybody. So it, that's why the indoor decorations, I think it's great that people do it, but I can't enjoy them. You know, that's why I think it's special about the outdoor decorations. It's for everybody to enjoy. Um, and it's pretty, uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah, no, I do. I do like, uh, it's fun to see like, uh, going home, like going to Rhode Island from here, there's, a once in a while, like the GPS, when there's traffic in a certain place will take you like off the highway for longer. And so you get to go down, like there, there are like two or three like town centers that you go through and like a lot of the like the houses in the town centers are are decorated this time of year and it's super nice especially well i mean it helps that it's dark at four o'clock so you're you're always going in the dark yeah it's another example of an odd holiday you know there's no other holiday where you put lights up as a primary like a fourth of july lighting but you're right it doesn't get dark early enough it kind of is a winter thing yeah 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 i like that everyone gets to enjoy them outdoor lights it's fun for the kids (laughs) um colby do you enjoy giving gifts or receiving gifts Mm. and it doesn't make you a bad person to say receiving i will say it's not i hate giving gifts i like getting them give me gifts no it's not thanks for giving giving me the out i um (laughs) and this might be a cop-out answer but i i like and dislike both equally for like the same reason like i i don't like the uh i don't like the 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 planning part of giving or receiving gifts which is like i don't i don't like to i i well especially this time of year like there's a lot when when you have a bunch of people to like plan you know you have to do it for and like a bunch of people who are trying to do it for you I don't know. I don't. It just like it's not that I don't like it. Like I I enjoy shopping as much as the next person. I think it's fun. But but the the, like I always feel like it's such a as we were just discussing the this time of year. 
like it's always so busy like right up until the, <laughs> the end and uh i feel like the the giving gift research part is always like hanging over my head and i'm always behind um well but i feel like it's gotten harder giving gifts has gotten harder not easier because it's uh everything can now be delivered somewhat last minute so you kind of have incentive to wait which is bad right the uh there's more emphasis placed on unique or out of the box ideas because you have a wider range of you could you just go to Sears and buy what Sears had yeah and now you can go to get anything so all of a sudden you're like I gotta get this crazy you know what's something they would have never thought like there's just you have to be more which is tough um and I also feel like there's a higher expectation to give more people gifts than you used to and some of that's like in the style of tipping but i also think you know like your garbage man is theoretically supposed to get a gift and your postal worker and your hairstylist and everything but also co-workers and bosses and all this kind of it just feels like the gift culture has sort of grown a bit large sure yeah yeah that's true that's i, I never thought about the uh the implications of being able to get anything delivered <laughs> delivered in a like pretty pretty short time span that's probably true because like you know you're right in the past you just you spend an afternoon go to sears and you like pick out something for everyone but not now now you have to get the right thing yeah, don't go to Sears. They don't exist anymore. <laughs> right. You won't find it. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe you'd find some really creative stuff there. But um, my corollary to that, though, is like once that part is done, like I enjoy opening presents. I also enjoy like watching, you know, other people opening things that I've gotten for them. So, you know, in the 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 thing is still fun, I think. Just the lead up is Yeah, and it is such a long shopping season, you know, um, yeah. so it does feel like it goes on forever. I, I will say I do think the concept of receiving gifts has really gotten less appealing as time has gone on because, mm. A, we're at the stage of capitalism where we all just buy what we want when we want it. So there's really nothing I like have been had on my wish list. It's like, no, I just bought it. Um, I think people want more specific things than they used to whether it's a specific model or a specific type, especially in electronics and things like that. So they're going to buy you the wrong thing, or you're going to send them the exact link and know what you're getting. So there's no surprise to it. <laughs> right. Um, which, which ends up happening. And I think you're right. It makes it harder on the gift giver because I get asked, what do you want for Christmas? And I, it's always like, honestly, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't. You have to do the work and figure out what I want because I don't know what I want. Right. Now, on the flip side, that's why I really enjoy giving gifts because I actually like to put in the detective work. I get a real sense of satisfaction if I know what you want before you know you want it. And I'm not, this isn't like a pat on the back opportunity, but I just like to watch people. And like in October, I'm listening for when <laughs> someone says, I, no, well, you laugh, but it's like, how did you know I want this? I'm like, back in October, you mentioned the ones you had sucked and you want a new one. So I ordered it that day and it's been sitting here since, you know, it's, that's, that's the more fun to me is the, the work behind it. Cause I think the fact you put in the effort is worth more than the gift itself. Um, 
And I'd rather invest time in that than trying to figure out what I want because I don't know. Right. I actually think my, um, my parents are pretty, are fun to buy gifts for because there's a lot of things where like, or I, especially my dad, but like, he'll like complain about something, but never do any, like he won't go buy yes. a new one. He'll just like, be like, ah, Hey, I hate this thing. Or like, <laughs> or like there's so much like kitchen stuff where it's like, they have knives that like, you know, we've had, they've had since I was a child <laughs> that you can barely, you know, you can't even like cut an apple. <laughs> Uh, with these knives. And so it's like, yeah, I, I got them some new knives. <laughs> it was a good, a good gift. Um, but yeah. Although I will warn you, a year, couple years ago, I bought my mother a new chef's knife because hers was very dull and she cut herself on it almost immediately because she didn't realize how much sharper it was than her old one. So you warn them and say, be careful because when you go to put in all that effort to slice, it's going to fly right through there and into your finger. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely have like I have knives of my own that are super dull and old and like those are the ones where I'll, I'll like like you can touch the blade to your finger and like it won't cut you. So it's like you just like casually like cutting an apple with no regard to like the fact that you're holding it. In your hand. You can't do that with sharp ones. Well, Santa, if you're listening, Colby needs a knife sharpener. <laughs> I actually have a knife sharpener. <laughs> oh, it's probably safer to have it dull anyway, so right. yeah, just better for your blood. Dull knives. Uh, Colby, how about this? Uh, this or that for you? Real tree or fake tree? Hmm. I'm I'm a real tree person. I'd rather just not have a tree if a real tree is not available, which I'm fine with too. I think that's okay. What do you think? Uh, I like trees. What I like about trees, there is something. So my tree didn't have ornaments on it for quite a while this year because I was just busy. But the lights, I like the glow of the lights. I wish it weren't tacky to have that kind of light up in your house all year <laughs> round. Because just that, like, I don't turn on lamps. It's just like a warm glow coming from. I just, I That's love true. that. It's very diffuse. Um. I don't understand the appeal of real trees. I really don't. And that <laughs> is coming from a guy who's known to be lazy um, sure. and takes whatever the simplest way is. But I have a fake tree. It looks good. Uh, it isn't alive. And I get to put it in a box in my shed and use it again next year. And, you know, tradition and whatever. It's an experience. Okay. I'm not going to judge someone for real tree. But I don't think anyone could ever convince me of why I should get rid of my fake tree and get a real one because I just don't. And by the way, we had real trees as a kid, so it's not like I never had them. Sure. It's just I remember all the work. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. We So at this stage, uh, we have enough room in the apartment for... I don't know if they sell these in non-city places, but like if you go to like Whole Foods or something, they have normal size Christmas trees, but they also have Christmas trees that are like, it's basically like one branch of a Christmas tree that they cut off and like turned 
right right side up and like it's stuck, stuck in, in a pot thing. yeah and it's like you know it's like two feet tall and like that that is our option for tree um but yeah we so i would when, get that in real that makes yeah, sense to yeah, me yeah. for a real tree like a totally. full-size one that's kind of you gotta tie it to your roof and and all that stuff but but a little real one that's nice right we also like uh growing up my grandfather my mom's dad had like they had a field in back of their house and one year he just planted christmas trees there and so after like two years they were big enough that like that's where we would we didn't go to like a place and pay money for (laughs) christmas tree we just went to grandma's house which was like on the other side of town and like went into the backyard and like cut down a tree and threw it in the back of the truck and <laughs> just drove it home. But that's like some, you know, some weird like farm farm shit where a your grandparents well, have and, Christmas trees in their backyard and B you have a pickup truck. <laughs> well, that you know, Colby, every once in a while I hear one of these stories and I'm like, yeah, that definitely sounds like your family. Like it just yeah. it just makes sense. <laughs> like that just sounds right. Right. I am not surprised. No, that's that's just the way it was, you know. Um, yeah, but I do like trees. I do like trees. I, whoa, hey, whoa, hey! Gonna poke an eye out with that thing. My, Careful, my my camera these days more and more frequently is doing the thing where like I'm just blurry <laughs> <laughs> for no reason. Yeah, and it'll like sometimes if I like fiddle with the lights or something, it'll come back. But mostly it's just going to be this way for, you know, 10 to 20 minutes. And then maybe it'll reach. I'll just pretend the connection's bad. I know what you look like. Yeah. I've seen you before. Um, all right. Uh, I got two more here. Uh, Battle of the Christmas colors, red or green? Oh. You know, in general, I like red. I'm I'm sorry, I like green better than red, but like Christmas green it really depends on the shade. I think I'm going to go with red. I think they're both dynamite colors. I think and they work well together. Um I think it's a well-colored holiday. Um I'd probably go with green though, because I don't think I feel like red could be applied to a lot of things. Red's kind of a universal color in a way that green isn't, and there aren't a lot of green holidays. I guess Earth Day, but um, Day. sure, but Valentine's Day is red. That's true, but also pink. Fourth of July has red. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I like the green side. It reminds me of the uh, of the trees and of the uh, the greenery of of the holidays, which I do like. Sure, the outdoor decorations. Exactly. Exactly. Um. All right. Final question: Who makes the better sidekick, reindeer or elves? Definitely reindeer. Not a big elves guy. I think they're fine. <laughs> okay. All right. That's uh, all I got. I, I, you know, <laughs> you know, listen, that's, that's, fly. 
Uh, they can, but elves can make toys with their small childlike hands. That's true. Are, are you familiar with this elf on the shelf thing? Life. That's true. Uh, I've heard. Um, I feel like I that uh, fr- the phrase is in my head somewhere. I, I don't know what it is. I, I would love to explain this to you because it really bothers me. So uh, <laughs> it, this is a new tradition. And when I say it's hugely popular, like you would be shocked at how many homes have an elf on the shelf. This is a like national phenomenon mm. um, for kids. And the, the idea behind elf on the shelf is there's a little elf doll in your house and he works for Santa. And the elf's job is to watch you to make sure that you're behaving. So you're on the nice list. And so what the parents have to do, and it sounds like a ton of work, and I know parents who do it, and it is, is every day you like set the elf up in a different like part of the house. And it's gotten to the point where it's now ridiculous. Like, oh, you put him on the counter with some flour and some dough. And, oh, he was making cookies overnight. Or, oh, you know, you put him in the, you know, you, you dress him up in a little shirt. And it, like, it's a whole, you can look this up online. It's a whole thing. But the idea is that for the month before Christmas, the elf is watching everything you do. And I guess the kids get very excited. They want to know what the elf's been up to because you got to make up these stories about the elves. To me, this sounds like the most terrifying, creepy, upsetting thing I could think of. And I cannot believe um, that this is, that this is a thing. <laughs> Can you buy like an Amazon Alexa elf on the shelf that has a camera built in or something? An internet connected one. <laughs> I like that. I do know that people have um, zoomed their uh, uh, their elves. Um, I'm trying to look up some examples. Um, elf ideas. So you get an idea. Oh, here. So let me share my screen. So you get an idea of what I'm talking about. This is very strange stuff. Uh, screen tab share. So like you would set the elf up and the elf is like fishing in your sink. As seen this image here, or like there he is. He's bundled up in your refrigerator. He just like shows up in places in your house. Your your screen share hasn't come through yet. It's it. There, oh, there it is. You see that? Now? Oh, it's in the fridge. Yeah, I, and you put him in like oh, there he's in the tree. That's not that exciting. Like like he's he's in the he's in the dryer with the Barbies. Wow, scandalous. He's taking a ride. Um, there he is on an ice cream cart. <laughs> He put he put googly eyes on the fruit. I mean, this is but you have to like as a parent, you have to come up with like 30 different ideas. Now, are they all the same elf? Yes, it's a company that sells them the official elf on the shelf. Wow. They, they must be gazillionaires by now. <laughs> and he's drinking out of an orange. <laughs> I just think this is just so weird. It's it's definitely a little weird. It seems He's like a lining in. Right. Wow. I mean, that's cool. He TPs your house. <laughs> I had a, I had a coworker who went on vacation in the week uh, in December with her kids. And she had to literally like bring the elf with, cause the kids ask every day, where's the elf? Where's the elf? They, she had to bring the damn elf on vacation with them. <laughs> wow. Anyway. So that's, that's your elf <laughs> update. Um, just getting in, just getting in lots of trouble. Wow. 
Very mischievous. Ooh, that that looks like a cool candy cane toboggan. Have I turned you around on elves, or are you sticking with reindeer? I'm still I'm still a reindeer person. I like still team stuff. reindeer. Well, uh, Colby, you have survived this holiday edition of this or that. Nice. No drum roll. That That's all I got. <laughs> Amazing. Got through it. Anything else you'd like to say or do this evening? No. Happy holidays and whatnot. Yes, sir, indeed. Obviously, next Monday is La Christmas here in America, so um, I find it unlikely we will have a show. We'll be too full of eggnog and other Christmas things. Yeah. I forgot to make um, eggnog this year. Oh. It's been, yeah, it's not pretty, yeah. There's still time. And you still could. Yeah. Just need a bunch uh, of I will, uh, I'll tell you a story off air about the uh, minor catastrophe that has been setting a menu for Christmas at my house. Um, <laughs> oh, you're hosting. I, have to, I am hosting on Christmas Day at my house, um, and it's turned into a whole thing, uh, but I want to. Don't want to say certain things about certain people, so I will not do that. Um, I occasionally watch what I say. Not very often. <laughs> um, I do have to, of course, shout out over at Up for Debate, a new episode up on the feed. <laughs> I went to Matt on this show. I say, Matt, I have an idea. He goes, well, he goes, I want to do some BuzzFeed quizzes. And Matt said, what's BuzzFeed? And I said, this is already... <laughs> It was so fast off the rails. It was not. <laughs> I am telling you, it's not a great episode. It's really not. We did an okay job, but things get weird really fast. Um, namely because the first quiz we did, I think I was logged on to BuzzFeed India by mistake. <laughs> so a bunch of the questions were like, who's your favorite author? And but they were all Indian authors we'd never heard of. It was it, it just spiraled really fast, but it's a hoot. Um, and we got through it. So you can check that out. Uh, the BuzzFeed Quiz Hall of Fame uh, over at UpForDebate.tv or wherever you get podcasts. Nice. Uh, we did a, I will spoil it because uh, I don't think people are actually going to listen to it. Uh, we did a What Disney Princess Are You quiz uh, and I got Cinderella, who's like the worst <laughs> one uh, because she's mostly an indentured slave who only finds her prints because of a shoe. So... Not great. Yeah. Um, but it was fun. Well, Dan will uh, we'll be back with us in the new year, I assume, if he ever comes back from Australia. Yeah, allegedly he'll return. Oh. Yeah, keep your fingers crossed. I know we will. Um, but we hope he's having a great time. If he does listen to this episode, pointing now and a return, Dan, enjoy, have fun. We've got you in our in our hopes and our prayers. Uh, <laughs> and hopefully you'll be back soon. For more Don't Panic action, of course, don'tpanic.io is our website. You should definitely go there and check out all the past episodes. Uh, and, of course, subscribe wherever you get podcasts. Look for Don't Panic with the video version on YouTube so you can see our beautiful lot of focus faces. And, of course, uh, you can get a hold of us, don'tpanicshow at gmail.com. As always, uh, email us there. But I think we're done. So on behalf of Colby, I'm Sean. We appreciate you being here. We're going to see you next year for another great episode of Don't Panic.
This has been a Coffee and Beer production, executive produced by Dan Miller, Colby Rabideau, and Sean Jennings. To learn more, visit coffeeandbeer.tv.